stupid? Yeah, I am. Ciao Juventini, what is up? Unfortunately, it's not a victory Monday like many of us would have hoped. Unfortunately, we've got uh, a draw and a draw that felt uh, probably like a loss for many of us. Should have felt like a loss, but... We've got a ton in the aftermath to discuss nonetheless. I am going to be flying solo for this one today, but that's okay. Usually these are uh, incredible sessions for myself anyways to uh, get even uh, more interaction out of you, the live chat, and we can open it up for calls. Okay, so um, I will pop this up here real quick. That's going to be the number if you choose to reach out and you want to uh, take part in the discussion. That's me on WhatsApp. Now, you don't call that number. Just send a text to that number on WhatsApp and I can get you in, okay? But uh, that's going to be it and probably easier to even put this one out on display right there, okay? So there you go. That's going to be how you can get into this one should you choose. I'm going to take a second to say what's up to everybody. Leave that on for a second. We got uh, Tony Trim coming in here saying ciao. RB Comp saying I try to defend Allegri more than the average Juventus fan, but yesterday I can't defend. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. Joey Cappuccino, ciao amigo, ciao. Oh, it's a frustrating one. It's a frustrating one. Nader coming in here saying, howdy, fellas. Max just finished punching uh, the face. Uh, was brave, modern, and courageous brand of football. Great game. He said, team is getting better, he reckons. So glad I stayed up to watch it. Look, it's a frustrating one uh, yesterday, um, no doubt. We're going to take a look at the highlights. We're going to talk about everything in the aftermath because there was quite a few things that I was actually really really upset to be hearing especially coming from a guy that's like an elder statesman around Juventus right now and Wojciech Szczesny his words absolutely disgusted me we'll talk about that but we'll talk about the game what we saw in terms of our play and uh, what's going on so uh, again let's start with the lineup no we talked about it covered it going into it no real issues with it Vlaovic Milik not uh, available Saw Keen in there, saw Chiesa, but to be honest, even for the heat, Keen's taken in uh, some say not a good showing or whatnot, he was left on an island, left on a friggin' island. Him and Chiesa had all to do it for themselves. I said going into it, the link-up between Chiesa and Vlaovic left a lot to be desired. Well, it's not going to be any different if you plug and play somebody else in there. We're just not connecting, and it comes down to style, comes down to how we play the ideas, and really essentially the fundamentals of this team. And my concern is a little bit bigger than uh, what's going on just there, but we'll we'll tackle it, okay? We'll get to the highlights real quick and just talk about it. And honestly, there's not much to get into it, but 14 minutes into this one, Juve gets extremely lucky. Um, on poor, poor back post coverage where Zappa Costa was left completely alone on a cross that went to the back post. Thankfully for us, the guy kind of sucks and he whiffed on the first one and he whiffed on the follow through, okay? So we get away with that one. And uh, thank you again to uh, Zappa Costa. 30th minute, corner falls to Fajoli at the top of the area to Musso's right. He tried to curl one in there, forces a save out of uh, Musso. McKinney tried to follow through on a rebound um, with a header, but uh, again, aerial battle that doesn't end up uh, falling for us. And then 34th minute, Keane 
doing his best, and this is what it was left to for him and Chiesa, and he's doing his best. He battles around uh, two defenders just to get a shot, and in the end, the shot's very, very weak towards Musso and easily stopped. We get to halftime, and look, the way this game started, Juve was uh, way too passive, and they were so sloppy in possession. All our guys, our midfielders, our flanks, like it was just... It was sloppy. It was really, really poor start to this game for Juventus. As the first half went on, Juve kind of grew into it, and they kind of started to generate a little bit. Still, nowhere near where we needed to be, but it wasn't so bad, okay? It wasn't that bad. We said in the second, we just have to find alternatives. You could see what Atalanta was doing, okay? You could see what they were doing. They tried to, uh, obviously, rule Locatelli out, okay? But... They also line up in a very similar fashion to Juventus and they shut the flanks down. Anytime uh, McKenney got the ball, he was shut down immediately and he had no options in the middle. Why? This is the part that bothers me the most. And you've got a team that's very smart in how they operate. Gasparini knows how to play against Juventus. Rule out the regista. And then we're doing the same shit we did last season that didn't work last season. And we didn't start off this season by doing it, but our Metsalas are bombing forward. But Jolie and Rabio are just, again, you're ruling out Locatelli and they're bombing forward. And then they're too far ahead for even McKenney to turn and do anything. He's closed down immediately. We can only go back to the defense. The amount of time that we had our defenders, our center backs on the ball was disgusting. And I don't want to see them quarterback a play. I don't want to see them dictate a game by any means. And it shouldn't take, okay, um, the best football minds in the world to figure out that that's not a good game plan to leave the ball in Bremer, Gatti, and Danilo's feet to dictate for us. Um, nonetheless, that's what was going on. Cambiasso, again, practically uh, invisible through this game. And we weren't trying anything. But in the second half, I said, let's make some adjustments. Let's help that out. Let's rotate the midfielders in and out of there a little bit better. Come back, collect the ball, build up together. This is the part that infuriated me. There was no adjustments. Because the first half overall, the way it was finished off, wasn't the end of the world. We need to make a couple adjustments, okay? And ramp up that urgency. Give a shit. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. No adjustments whatsoever. The same thing and even worse through the second half as Juve just sat back. And that part for me was unacceptable that we didn't even try something else, try any other ideas. Um, infuriating. Um, our best opportunity probably of the game was in the 50th minute when the ball bounces back off of an error from uh, Atalanta's Chiesa was actually offside at the moment, but because Atalanta had played it back off their own player by accident, he's onside. Then he ends up just holding on to it, taking a left-footed strike from probably just outside the area, uh, too close to Musso. He palms it away, and then uh, we can't do anything with the rebound there, okay? 73rd minute. Muriel with a free kick. This was an absolute massive, massive save by uh, Tech to just get fingertips to this. The second it left Muriel's foot, and I was calling it on the watch along. I said, he is very, very good at these. And, man, I'm surprised Tech. The second it left his foot, I thought it was in the back of the net. And uh, Tech got tips to it, got fortunate on the bounce that uh, after it hit the crossbar, after his fingertips 
bounce down off the ground, hits him, but goes out of bounds. This was a massive, massive stop for Tech. 87th uh, minute shot from range, and Tech uh, lets a rebound. So he goes from uh, that uh, crazy save to, again, a rebound. He probably shouldn't be letting out on a dipping shot from Muriel. Cup Miners comes in here, gets it all wrong, uh, thankfully, and uh, Tech did well to close down the rebound quickly enough. 92nd minute, Gatti missing the ball at the edge of the area on a challenge. Cross comes in and Cup Miners, honestly, if he hits target on this one, it's in the back of the net. Uh, Tech was uh, left flat-footed there, but uh, it goes over the bar, and that's fortunate for us. And honestly, it ends up there. And nil-nil, but again, massive, massive, uh, massively frustrating watch. For Juventus and again we need to be way better have way more ideas um, it's 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 just painful at this point and I can't help but feel like have we reverted back have we reverted back to the stuff we were seeing last season have we gone back it's starting to feel that way for me the ideas we were attempting earlier on in these uh, matches leading up to the before the Sassuolo debacle are night and day to what we've seen you know since Lecce now Atalanta I don't like it I don't like this trend of what I'm seeing us going back to last season and I said something on a show a couple uh, episodes ago and I'm not sure if all of you caught it but it was my feeling watching this team is that they are they don't have that belief in themselves. I said, I feel like I believe in them more than they actually believe in themselves. What I'm hearing after this game is completely unacceptable. And it tells me everything I need to know. And what I was thinking is probably along the proper lines. When you have uh, Wojciech Szczesny, okay, who's supposed to be one of the leaders in this group, um, been around for a while, and he comes out and he says that, yeah, there came a point where we went wrong in Sassuolo was we didn't clamp down for the draw when we came back despite it being a bad game to 2-2. And he says, today we did good for the draw. We realized that, you know what, it's best not to lose that point. That is uh, not something I ever thought I'd hear come from a Juventus player. It's funny because we talked about in the pre-match uh, show, the preview show, and I said that, you know, Omar was saying this is a must win. And I said, well, it's more I can't lose. You can't lose. But my God, the second half, that tells me everything I needed to know. Okay, it tells me everything I needed to know. That they came out second half rather than look for adjustments, anything. It's like they've accepted and they believe this is the best play that they're capable of. Going into Bergamo and getting a tie. This is not, uh, it's, it's not acceptable. It's not acceptable, you guys. Okay. The standard slips away further and further and further every single day every single day it's infuriating they actually believe this is the best they're probably capable of and you know what the 2-2 at Sassuolo that's where we talk about it you want to make you want to progress you want to be a good team a strong team you get after it. you come all this way you fight so hard to get back to a 2-2 10 minutes left in the game that's 
That's where champions are born. That's where winners are made. Moments like that, you draw back level and then you push for it and you get that winner. But to suffice and just say, no, that's it. We needed to clamp down. We needed to get that draw and hold that point rather than get after it for the win shows me the ambition. And I said in the second half, we had no ambition. There was no ambition from Juventus. And when you hear words like that, it backs up uh, what our feelings are because I felt like that for a while. I questioned the ambitions. Um, I, I, I can't get down with that. Wojciech Chesney saying that is so disheartening. It feels as bad as some of those losses we had to deal with last season. The Monza, the Ampoli, uh, Maccabi Haifa. Like, it's just pain. It's just pain. And I, I, can't, I can't get out of that. I can't get that out of my head that that came from a Juventus player. So, in terms of uh, the belief, it's not there. It's just not there. And now if you want to talk about actual play, and this is why it's so difficult right now for Juventus because I said that there's games where I put more on players and there's games where I put more on management, coaching staff, etc. Yesterday, for me to come out in the second half with zero adjustments and just happy that they're ruling out your Regisa, you're still bombing your Metzalas forward aimlessly um without the ability to actually hit anybody or find anybody with a ball through Bremer Gatti Danilo and your flanks getting absolutely shut down no adjustments whatsoever that's infuriating from for me from a coach and a, and his staff that there's no alternatives there's no plan B we have no plan B if plan A gets shut down for Juventus and your flanks are shut down this is what you get and even if we think to the good moments okay and don't get me started on this. Don't get me started on this, okay? Uh, I know that's bullshit. And the reason we know that's bullshit is because you could see all over Max's face um, when he was leaving the pitch. And you know what? He's frustrated. He's pissed off with it. You got to do some, Max. It's in your hands, okay? But again, I'm going to keep going on this, this tactical stuff. When you look at the good moments through the beginning of the season... What was the generation still? The generation, for the most part, was still through the flanks. When you shut down the flanks on this team, there is nothing there. There's nothing there. We have to have alternatives to when teams do this. And I'm shocked that nobody, not enough teams in this league have figured that out. The blueprint has laid, been laid out for us for these past few years. It's very, very easy. You take the flanks away from Juventus and we are dead in the water and the creation goes to an all-time low. Yesterday probably being the lowest, uh, it definitely was the lowest in Max's return as far as goals expected and whatnot. It's crazy. It's crazy. And hey, and Nader, we're going to get to that too, that question you just popped up there. Guys, Storm the Barn can happen at any point in this episode when it's just us okay so uh storm the barn at any time but back on my thought here with the coaching staff and not making alternatives you have to have an alternative we can't just go there and try the same thing through a second half when it hasn't worked and expect things to change it's just not but when you hear these words like tech says and they're seemingly okay with it that's when I get 
that's when the blood starts to boil, okay? Furthermore, now that I've said the coaching staff uh, upset me yesterday and I put a lot on them for what went down, the players themselves, it's just leaving a lot to be desired still. And our midfield, again, tactically, it needs help because you can't have the Metsalas bombing forward and just bailing on Locatelli and bailing on those three center backs. They should not be leading the play, the three center backs, just because Locatelli's out. Leave these guys back. Build up together as a team. The gaps, again, from Keane to uh, other players were massive. And we can't get there to support fast enough when we're trying to play this long ball game. And then when you're trying to build up, still only through Chiesa, Keane and whatnot, the gaps are all wrong. Positions are all wrong. Furthermore, defensively, you're playing three center backs and still... We were unable to press in any way, shape, or form or support our mids or attack in any type of press because you've got three center backs back. De Catalere was usually drifting to one flank or the other. And when he did so, we used our wing backs to hang back, even with three center backs, rather than push that wing back forward and just man mark De Catalere, who's really nothing physical, you know, looks like a... 12 year old out there and we let that happen we are playing so timid so afraid to make mistakes afraid to lose since Sassuolo it's painful it's painful they have to snap out of that or uh, I I really fear we're gonna die uh, dive back into okay those old habits of uh, last year and I think it's just really really bad oh frustrating one uh team but like I said you have multiple things going on okay for me no alternative plans no adjustments our players need to step it up defense I talked about them not even pushing up the wing backs when there's only one air player in the area in the zone that they happen to be playing around at the moment push them forward and uh, the midfield not cycling around to correct the ball. It, it's brutal. It's brutal. Performances. You want to talk about performances? A man of the match? Come on. Tech. Tech saved the point without Tech. We don't get that point there. That was, uh, that was massive. And uh, outside of that, honestly, McKenney for what he continues to do and his work rate and everything like that, I had no problems with him. I thought he was, uh, again, still putting in good shifts. Uh, but, uh, it's gotta be tech, I think, uh, strictly for that save. Now we got a question here as we're going to talk about, uh, performances and everything. And I said that there was a question here. You guys can get storm the barn going whenever you want. And let's get those likes up, please. Come on. While you're in here, like the video, of course, subscribe to the channel. What the fuck has happened to Cambiaso? So... And this is uh, another one of those things. I'm not sure why all of a sudden, and this would have been an adjustment to make yesterday against Atalanta. Gambiaso and McKenna, we talked about it. You're lined up very similar to how Atalanta plays. The, the flanks get shut down immediately. The second Gambiaso and McKenna are getting balls, they're closed down on both sides, Okay. You got to move them in centrally to help out, especially if you're bombing those Metsalas forward like that. Swing them in 
centrally a little bit more to get them more involved and on the ball. But the rotation and again, the lack of movement, the lack of movement. We are starting to look more and more like last season. So at the start of the year, as our movement was good and we were trying new sequences and guys were active, now we're slowing down again. But Cambiasso is miles away from where he started. And one of the things that I didn't like about it that we saw earlier on the season, I just kind of spoke about, but that's holding Cambiasso back. And then Kostic, uh, when he had come on or whatnot, holding these guys back. And then they can't even press forward to at least close down space on other players because one player is around the vicinity when you still have a center back right next to him. Man up on that player and push Cambiasso forward, push Kostic up. That way when we win the ball, we actually have options and we can try to move and counter at them quickly enough. But this is, uh, yeah, it's just, it's painful. A lot of the good is uh, almost gone as if it never happened. And this is my fear that that, Sassuolo one has set in old habits, everybody. Old habits die hard. This team may be shifting there. In the midfield, um, guys, we need we need way more, even beyond uh, tactically. We need just way more from these guys as individuals. Um, okay, and you can't have a guy playing the way Rabio has and be a lock in the starting 11. You can't do it. Furthermore, Fajoli, I like the kid. I need more. Need more out of these guys. They need to find ways to get involved. So even beyond the coaching, even beyond the lack of planning, something I've said when I was talking about the players a couple days ago, these guys have to find ways to get an impact and an influence for their team in games. And these guys aren't able to do so on their own. So now you have a team that, for the most part, I don't think is planning as strong as they can for the opponents that they're facing, okay? Um, Not making adjustments in-game either, which is infuriating. But beyond that, they don't, we don't carry the individual brilliance to bail us out and to save us when that's happening. So you have, again, a number of things. It's everything. It's kind of everything all together, but you've got to, you can't have these guys strolling through these games and leave it be, okay? Um, it, it has to, has to change. But I don't know. I, I've been questioning these players more and more throughout. And, you know, you guys keep coming back me at me with the coach and stuff like that, which again, I don't exhaust Allegri from anything. Okay. I don't. And like I said about yesterday, I was pissed that we had no ideas, no alternatives, no adjustments beyond trying to still go through flanks when the flank is dead and bombing Metzales forward and aimlessly playing long balls, popping long balls up there, looking for flick ons from like uh, Rabio and not, but you got to start using guys. We see Hans come up in the chat here, everybody. Hans Nicolusi Cavilla needs a chance. And uh, enough of Loka's emo attitude. Ah, Rabio, Loka, Fajoli, nobody's doing anything in there. Okay? Like nobody's doing anything. They're moving around aimlessly for the most part. Rabio, 
found an opportunity to finally get a run in on some space. Fajoli hits him with the ball. Rabio goes to collect this thing on his strong foot and puts it 25 feet fucking ahead of him. Easily giving possession back to Sassuolo. We could be running on a break there. Like these guys, even beyond the planning, even beyond um, poor adjustments or lack of adjustments in game, these guys are falling flat on their face time and time again. Like it's just, we need way more. We need way more. Rabio had acres of space in that moment. And that's how he collected the ball on his strong foot. I have no words for that at that level. Like you guys, these players are also not doing nearly enough. And I can't watch a moment like that and see this guy continue to get a, be a lock in the middle of the pitch. It's brutal. It's infuriating. You've got to just keep things rolling. You have to keep things rolling. And for Locatelli and even Fajoli and whatnot, like Fajoli to me, it doesn't even make any sense. It doesn't even make sense that you would bomb this guy forward. And it, it's just, if you're going to bomb one guy out of the midfield, okay, that's fine. That would make sense. And then pivot up with the other two. But you still have to have alternatives. You still have to get the ball out of your center back's feet into guys that can actually distribute. And then the other thing is when our guys distribute, they don't move. Keenan Yildiz came into this game. When Yildiz came into this game, and I even made a shout during yesterday's game that I might sacrifice somebody in the middle of the park yesterday for uh, Yildiz and play him just behind our forwards because nobody, nobody was taking in the ball, distributing it, and then just moving. It was passing and standing and so stagnant. I got to say, I liked Keenan Yildiz for the small portion he was in there because he was actually doing that. He was doing what the At Atalanta players were doing to us, even though for the most part, defensively, we didn't really give Atalanta a bunch. As frustrating as our game was, and we, we didn't really give them a whole lot, but they were moving. They were coming back to the ball. They were picking it up, distributing it, and then moving in the space and cycling and rotating. We don't do that. We pass it around. We just stand there. Like, we're just waiting for somebody to do something. Waiting for, like, Chiesa to essentially take on the world and find a goal. It's not enough. So, there, there is a, a long road ahead, Juventini. A long road ahead. If we're not seeing adjustments, we're not seeing game plans, and if we're hearing these players start to talk, start to believe maybe that this is the best they're capable of, we are almost back on, we are almost fully converted to Provinciale, everybody. Okay? To Provinciale side. Scary. Scary. Storm the Bard. Gatti and his crazy runs exposing us head down. Then looks up and says, oh no, uh... Yeah, he, uh, he did carry the ball into uh, some space a couple times too quickly and then took his options away again. Some of his options could have moved, could have done some. I saw, I just see too much standing. But yeah, I mean, ultimately, what have I been saying 
for the majority of this start here to this show. Get the ball out of these guys' feet. Who is showing up to collect it? Who is coming back to get it? And then moving and distributing? Nobody really. Like, get the ball out of those center backs' feet. Shocking. And that shouldn't take a gene, a football genius to sort out. That you don't want those guys dictating the game. What will be my starting lineup against Torino? Overhaul in the midfield. Well, if Vlaovic is a goal, Vlaovic is up top. Okay? In the middle of the park. <sighs> so, Jared sides are, are uh, they're going to play physical and whatnot. Um, at the back, honestly, I might actually go with Rugani again. Um, and go Rugani, Bremer, Danilo. But I mean, he's even fine if Gatti's in there. I'm, I don't have an issue with the three center backs, okay? I have an issue with us leaving them on the ball far too long. So I have no problem either way with that. Um, in the midfield, McKenney's going to be a start for me on that side. Um, I would probably, you know what? Like, I can't understand how Illing Jr. can't break through right now when Cambiasso's kind of seemingly reverted back and Kostic is really doing nothing uh, over and above. So maybe Illing Jr. Maybe I would actually play Illing Jr. to try and do some type of spark. I know that's not going to be favorable against a team that's going to want to play physical from the start and everything, but honestly, we just can't keep going with those two bringing nothing. As far as in the middle your midfielders, I'm still going to go with Locatelli. I'm going to hang all three of them back to actually build up together. But I might actually pivot up. I might actually pivot up and use one forward in how we set up. And I wouldn't be against trying, trying a guy. If I was going to try a guy like Yildiz, up ahead and just keep, say, Rabio and Locatelli back there, I would put probably Kostic on the left side together. But to be honest, it's uh, it's it's tough. It's a tough call in the middle because you want to get these rotations in there. Maybe Hans Nicolucci Caviglia and uh, Loka pivoting, and maybe you put Fajoli a little bit higher up, but centrally. Stop using our guys that we advance so much just on one side. I don't know. I don't know, you guys. I'm left thinking about this and going over in my head a million times, but try something. Do a spark something. We, I don't think we can continue too much with these guys um, without letting them feel so safe and complacent. You got to try something at some point, right? We'll see. We'll see. McKenney was uh, at least trying. McKenney didn't have a good game yesterday at all. Uh, from I actually thought uh, he did okay for the fact he had no space. He had no space to work with and whatnot, but he was still trying things, still trying to move the ball uh, forward at times where our other flank did nothing, nothing at all, invisible. Um, it's it's uh, It's tough. It's tough. It's a tough call. Like we're looking at this and we're we're feeling one way about these guys and the minutes they're getting and everything and you want to change up, but at the same time when you're looking at the alternatives, it also tells you that you can be a little bit handcuffed here and there. 
We'll see. We'll see. I got some uh, keep the storm the barns coming, you guys. It's great. This is uh, the nice thing about when I'm coming on here solo is that we can tackle way more of these. What did we do uh, against uh, Lazio again? Well, that was the same lineup we saw against uh, Sassuolo. And yeah, it's and, and that's one of the things. It uh, Tony Trim saying win, lose, or draw. It all looks the same. It's starting to all look the same. Starting to look all the same. Mark one with his midfield. Kostic, Miretti, Locatelli, McKenny, Oweya. Uh, so Oweya came on uh, yesterday for a bit too. And yeah, I don't know. I don't want to go back to McKenny in the midfield. I just, I, I don't know. I don't know. Bad vibes with it. Miretti was really bad when he came in yesterday. Really, really bad. But again, you're collecting the ball. Zero options around. Spaces was terrible. Uh, again, the play, the planning, the ideas, the adjustments. It's a part of the problem, but the guys are a part of the issue too. Costich. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But... Yildiz yesterday looked good to me. He looked good to me in what what he was doing, how he plays the game. We need that. We need that from the guys that are going to be in there, in the middle of the park especially. I'm kind of leaning towards a little bit of an experiment and try to get Yildiz in behind our two forwards, uh, to be honest. And I wouldn't have fear in doing so in a home match, especially when the ultras are going to be there. Because that is... Probably going to help us out tremendously against Torino. We know that is their kind of last goal before they get some plans. We are hearing that, uh, thankfully, there is talks ongoing. I actually think they are going to find a solution with the Ultras. Hopefully, fingers crossed, something gets announced within uh, the next couple weeks. The thing that everyone's got to be aware of is Juve has their guard up right now with the ultra scenario and everything. And it's kind of one of those situations where, you know, they've got to set the tone and they've got to make sure that they cover themselves because it's almost going to create this uh, feeling or sensation like Juve's probably feeling like, okay, they get that foot back in the door and then where does it go from there? Right, so I think Juve's being extremely cautious and trying to lay out the groundwork of hey, look, it's gonna be this. So, if you guys come back, this is essentially it, this is where we're at. Nothing changes, nothing goes on from there, or you probably go back to a ban if they ever get threats anymore about uh, chance during games and whatnot, trying to get the team fines uh, or penalties of any sort, right. For right now, the discussions are, everything I'm hearing is strictly just to have the ultras there and be allowed the same luxuries that the visiting fans at Allianz Stadium are able to uh, are able to have. Flags, banners, drums, etc. But again, you have to protect yourself. You have to protect yourself in events. It's just trying to set the tone that, hey, it's not going to turn into... Okay, we're back in here. Now let's talk tickets. Now let's talk uh, discounts on tickets. Let's talk extra tickets, whatnot. They have to set the tone that, hey, look, 
this is it. You come back and that's it. So we'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, the ultras would be a big boost for this team. And I think it impacts the players in a big way. That's another thing that happened in that uh, Lazio match, which was beautiful. Back passes were a coaching instruction yesterday. Well, again, there's two teams that are on the pitch. Atalanta ruled out a regista. Okay. The only time he collected the ball was when he was dropped even further back than our center backs. And our Mitsalas went forward way too soon. Gatti, Danilo, Bremer, these guys can't find those guys. I can't I lost count of how many errant balls forward there were. Okay. Get the ball to the flanks. They're closed down. They're closed down immediately. So it's not necessarily that was an instruction. There was no instruction on how to deal with uh, Atalanta and the fact that they closed down the space in the areas we want to do well in. If you look to the games we did well in, we were able to generate from the flanks. You take that away from Juventus, this team continues to struggle and has continued to struggle for years. We have to find alternatives. We have to find alternatives everybody um keep the storm the barn questions coming in torino's next up for juventus the month of october we talked about it yesterday and it's going to be a big month for juventus does this one make or break us no the problem is everything we're talking about the feelings we're getting watching this team and the way that they're approaching matches now the approach feels completely different and when you're hearing players come out after games saying saying that they had to just realize that the draw is what they need to do and just not lose the point, it's very, very telling. Okay, very, very telling. Nonetheless, you would have to think nine points is a must out of this October. Atalanta, Torino, Milan, Hellas Verona. Well, I'll tell you right now, Torino's going to be tough, but we should be getting the victory there and we should be going at Torino, okay? Milan is going to be very difficult. That is going to be after the international break. So we have the Derby de la Mola, then the international break. Milan, the way they're playing compared to us, that's going to be a tough one. It's going to be a tough one. I'm already nervous for that one based on what I've seen, the shift in us from start of the season to now, I feel like we're going to be in for a long match there again of sitting back, clamping down so, so deep. Hellas Verona to finish up the month. You got one point so far with Atalanta. You've got to get a victory in the Derby de la Mola. You have to get a victory against Torino. Milan. That's gonna be uh, that's gonna be difficult, very very difficult. And then Hellas Verona, tough to get nine now, okay. But uh, we'll see how she goes. We'll see how she goes. Derby de la Mola now. But again, going back to how we were feeling at the start of the season, and people asking me, do I feel the same? Do I feel the same? Like we're still, you know, 
can make this run now in the Scudetto? I'm going to be quite honest. We had a question that came up yesterday um, at the beginning of the watch along, and it came in from Jeremiah, and it was a great question. And said, how, how much trust do you have in these players right now that they're going to show up today against Atalanta and get the job done? Well, it's, it's too early in the season. It was too early in the season. We've only seen six games going into yesterday, and it's too early to determine where I feel. Right now, I'm frustrated because we didn't get a solid reaction after the Sassuolo debacle. But now, a couple games after, I feel like we've reverted to last season. I feel like we've gone full circle, and it's like, okay, we were going to try this thing. We had one hiccup, one awful, awful match, and now I feel we've completely reverted. So now it doesn't even become this thing of I haven't seen enough to not trust these guys. Now I feel like I can confidently say I know how Juve is going to approach these games and the rest of the season, especially when a guy like Chesney comes out and says something like that where they have accepted that, yeah, we need to get this point. And where they call themselves out in Sassuolo of all the things to point out and be and say you got wrong in that game. A bad game, you're at 2-2, and we didn't hang on to the point. What? You had them reeling? You work back at them? It, it, it's crazy to me. It's crazy to me. You went back at them. You got level. You needed to attack for the 10 minutes. Put them under. Our other... Our, Former champions, Fabrizio Ravanelli said 2-2, and then you did nothing when you could have swarmed them. You could have been a shark, sensing the blood in the water, get after it. The mentality is not there. The mentality is not there. The planning is not there. The alternative, it, it, there's a lot going on at Juventus. I... I am losing, I'm losing my confidence. I said it a couple shows ago, said it at the start of the show, I have more belief in these guys that they're capable of more than they actually do in themselves. And that is the saddest thing for a Juventus fan is to come to those terms, okay? And like I said, those words, they will stick with me and they will haunt me. Clean house, clean house. Okay, um, clean house with the roster. Continue to do the work you're doing financially. Okay, continue to do that work financially, but start bringing in characters. Start bringing in men who are ready to fight and lead the charge. And to be honest, this is where I got into it and where I started to really get pissed off with Max Allegri. Okay, yesterday, like I said, Matt, make an adjustment at half. Gasparini made an adjustment, okay? And he started changing the way he was using Cup Miners and the way he was using Lookman. How does it finish off? Well, the team that made zero adjustments finished with one opportunity. One opportunity that fell to us that was actually a shot from like 22, 23 yards out off of Kiesa's bad foot, off an error by Atalanta to even get the ball to him. And the other team finished with like 12 attempts, okay? 
and damn near finding a goal. And honestly, if a couple uh, errant shots didn't happen there and a insane save from our goalie, would have found the victory. That's the difference. I need way more from Max Allegri. And I was challenged yesterday online when I was calling him out for the lack of planning, lack of adjustments, something Max Allegri is supposed to be great at. Well, I was told that he is trying to implement ideas, but the players are not capable. And I said, bullshit. Okay, that's bullshit. If you're telling me that yesterday in the second half, he tried to implement new ideas and an alternative plan, okay, I'm going to call bullshit immediately because it would have at least looked like our players were trying to do something different. They did not try anything different than the first half. And they even shelled up, even dropping deeper than they were during in the first half. So I don't want to hear it. We made zero adjustments in that one. And the the bigger thing here that fr- that is infuriating me is that you're in year three now, okay? And if you don't have an alternative to when your main style and approach of playing through flanks, okay, and Mitsalas to help flanks and help forwards and getting them deep forward... If that is shut down, which it has been getting shut down quite a bit, okay? Because regardless of the fact that there's not a lot of fear factor coming for Juve for several years now to teams, it's been shut down a lot. You still don't have an alternative or another plan is shocking to me. That is like a bare minimum to me. You you have to have another idea. You can't plug and play the same style, the same approach for every single opponent. We played Atalanta in a preseason that ended in a draw two, and the same thing happened. You have to have more ideas. It. I have no words for it. I have no words for it, and I call bullshit. On anyone that challenged me and says he tried to change things up at the half and it didn't work. No. The only thing we've been doing is changing players. But nothing stylistically in what we try to do there. It, it's crazy. We could have played yesterday for 17 hours straight. We weren't going to find a goal. We weren't going to get a sniff of one. Just not enough ideas. Not enough ideas. And again... The execution in moments, not there. Not there. One, probably of the best moments I saw we could maybe form a solid, solid scoring opportunity was when we had a break and we could have launched uh, Chiesa in the second half and Fajoli saw it, but he saw it a little too late and then his through ball ended up going to Chiesa's back leg and he couldn't trap it. And... If Fajoli sends it immediately from when he sees it and puts it on the carpet and curls it around that defender, Chiesa is probably in free and clear. But uh, again, that's what I say. Just I need way, way higher level of execution. But this brings so much more about this team. 
you have these guys that have been struggling as individuals, as players, okay? That's fair to say, and they've been struggling individually, performance-wise, consistency-wise, uh, decision-making, etc. You have that, okay? You have that as an issue. Reverting back to last season makes me feel the same way I did about that type of style with these players, with this group, as it was last season. How can you do that and play in that style when your execution has to be so spot on because you're trying to smash and grab games and every single moment, every single second in like a counter is so critical and every touch has to be spot on and whatnot. It's too much. It's too much. This team needs to be playing in a style that is based around the fundamentals in buildup and building up as a unit and moving forward as a unit. Picking up the ball, distributing, and then moving and cycling. Like That's how they need to figure it out. This smash and grab approach, we don't have the individual brilliance to pull that off consistently enough to be where we want to be or progress enough. I, I, I don't see it. I don't see it. It, it doesn't make sense for us to to have that as the main source there's a lot going on there's there's a lot going on here um so many so many feelings you guys um when we talk about and getting to rabio and his yellow card so yeah picking up a yellow card he gets one in the derby de la mola he's out against uh, milan and who knows maybe that is when max will be forced to try something different in the midfield and maybe uh and maybe we see some different and we can build off it kind of like when mckinney got hurt and whatnot i'm not saying rabio needs to be benched entirely but we need to see some type of changes in there guys dan davenport coming in here saying allegri has taken juve as far as he can in his opinion well yeah most uh most seem to believe that most seem to believe that and i don't think it's and this is the thing is that a lot of the allegri supporters that are backing him wholeheartedly through this i don't think they kind of understand the fact that where i was coming from last season speaks more to the club than it actually does max allegri because they take they take this to heart when you say that Max probably isn't the guy for this team or to take them where we need to be because it's not even so much as a knock to him as it is more this realization of where Juventus is. Max needs something more of a finished product, okay? Max is a man manager. Max works numbers calendars schedules he's a planner okay and he can get a finished product very very far as he's shown in the past but for where we are at right now and when i see breakdowns fundamentally in our game and being fundamentally broken we need an actual philosophy we need a footballing philosophy, style, and approach that is, number one, simplistic, 
Number two, not necessarily relying on individual brilliance whatsoever um, that involves the actual team and incorporates everybody. We, we need that. That is what this team needs. The fundamentals are broken. So to take a guy whose style, system and whatnot and kind of philosophy being very pragmatic and whatnot and smashing and grabbing goals and whatnot, we don't have that caliber of guys around it. I just, and it's not to say, again, like a knock on Max per se, it's just, I I see us needing to change completely. And when I hear these guys that are associated to this type of mindset that we hear in this post game of what just happened, Gan going to text words tells me a lot about where the team's at mentally. We need a wash. We need a wash. I would separate as many guys associated with this uh, as possible. But, uh, and yeah, you know, Dybala coming out and saying we don't play good football. These guys... They know it and it's almost they were we've been accepting it for a while. And it's it's crazy. It's crazy. RB comps with a storm in the barn. Last time Juventus looked like a team that properly resembled the uh motto Fino a la Fina was 2017-18. Yeah, it's been a slow fade at that moment. Um it was what the following year, the eighteen nineteen year that uh, Cristiano Ronaldo came in, yeah, yeah, and from there, it just slowly, gradually, even with Cristiano Ronaldo, slowly, gradually started to get to this weird, um, yeah, just weird, weird Juventus that got weaker weaker and weaker and it seemed like the actual team chemistry slowly started to break down now i'm not tying that to cristiano ronaldo i'm just saying that was like such a crucial pivotal moment around juventus because we ended up losing beppe marotta um paratici which we all now saw was just such a disaster in terms of business and that's like paratici set us back so far, you guys, the Paratici thing has set us back uh, a long, long time. We're we're gonna be uh, struggling for a while. I feel, to be honest with you guys, um, it's gonna be very, very difficult for Juve to get out of this. We have to again trust the process as far as Juntoli goes. Okay, because we, I said it yesterday, probably in the preview, we're probably not gonna see. Juntoli be able to properly, properly um, act and come through. Maybe not this coming Mercado, but probably the one after that because we're still going to have financial cleanup that has to take place this upcoming summer. And yeah, it might be a whole another year beyond that before we see the shackles come off of Juntoli. But until those financial burdens are gone... It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough sledding for us, you guys. And that's why it is critical that we get the most out of the roster we do have. And that is the question that I am going to leave with all of you right now. Are we getting the most out of what we have, in your opinion? If a manager came in right now, okay, 
because some go to that extreme where they think the change needs to be done right now. I kind of gave everybody the reality uh, yesterday that, you know, it ain't happening. It ain't happening. But if a coach came in immediately right now, is everything solved? No, it isn't. Because through games, we can see where these guys' execution is, okay? And changing this mindset now, it's been ingrained for a while now. That's why I say it's incredibly disheartening to hear players talk like that. We got to shake that off. And sometimes you just got to get rid of them. Sometimes you just got to, when you're trying to do something like that, and I think back to businesses, I think back to business decisions when new management teams came in, new ownership, et cetera, and they didn't like the um, kind of mindset, the aura or whatnot at this particular businesses, they would sometimes come in and clean house on, uh, yeah, quite a few staff and bring in people their own to kind of be ambassadors for the change that they wanted. And maybe that kind of has to happen at Juventus, I think, as far as players go. Um, Chesney, for me, could leave tomorrow after saying something like that and whatnot. Um, and not that it's his fault per se, but it's brutal that that's how our players are thinking right now. Crazy, crazy. We should be getting after games like that, but we'll see. RB Comp saying, I don't think a change of coach would fix everything, but something has to give. Eventually, something does have to give Dan Davenport says no we need investment to get new players yeah Dell says there's no harm in stopping the rot now it's not that there's any harm in it other than obviously the financials which then set back that investment in players a bit more um but again, I think it's part part of what's going on. You still have to get some of these players out that have been under that mindset. Dell says any coach will need at least 12 to 18 months to uh, unlearn the lads from Max's methods mentality. It'll take time. It will take time. That's the thing. As far as Juntoli goals, okay, He's got to also realize he's not a Napoli anymore and stop with this nonsense of naming those weak sides with uh, saying the fact that there are rivals. Nobody. Okay. It doesn't change. And this is the whole thing. Like this, this fear, this dropping of expectations, this, this fear of accepting that you're not where you need to be, trying to make things right, trying to feed this bullshit to everybody that everybody can see right through just stop it you guys stop it accept where we are okay but don't lower the standards and whatnot and i totally understand setting goals up that are achievable so that you can hit them and feel better and feel like a success and whatnot but at the same time you gotta realize how far off this uva is from where we need to be as a club okay it's it's 
might as well be uh, light years away. All right. Um, we'll, again, we have to be patient. We do have to be patient. Mark wants saying with a budget of 50 million euro and no income from selling players to spend during the winter Mercado, which players would you go for? A budget of 50 million euro. I believe, and I've been saying for a while, realistically, a deal like that of Samardzic would be fantastic for Juventus. But I do feel as though, as, as, as far as talents go, Kefren Taram would be strong, strong to bring in. But I wouldn't chew that all up with where we're at right now because Kefren Taram, number one, he's not going to go anywhere in the winter mercado. Um, number two, I think his price tag is going to be probably minimum 50 million, if not more in the summer. I think it's actually going to be more. Um, I, I don't know. It, it's, it's really, really tough. I think certain young guys need to go out on loan. Um, and we need to boost the quality with guys that are ready. Now, the problem is, is that we're going to have question marks around everybody that comes in if they're going to be ready to be those guys and with our young guys you know Cambiasso included in there Ealing Jr. with Miretti with Fagioli we're hard on these guys okay and part of the problem is that we are relying on them so much and expecting so much because we need it right now and it's not helping them whatsoever it actually, it really isn't. I mean, it's cool that Miretti's got his 50 caps, whatnot, for Juve already at this young age and whatnot. But honestly, everybody can see it. This kid needs a loan. He needs a loan spell. Sule needed it for a while. He got one. He's starting to do well. That's great. Miretti needs one. Having these guys around is cool. It's awesome. You have to uh, have youth going. It's great what we're doing with Next Gen. But honestly, we need guys that are ready now. We need guys that are ready now because the contingency planning leading up to this moment was so piss poor at Juventus that the backup plans just haven't really been there. And it's hard to, for me to sit here and pick, say, 50 million euro. Who are you bringing in here? It's really, really hard for me to say. And maybe, just maybe... That Berardi move would have actually been good for Juventus when you look at us not being able to uh, not being able to create a lot and you know he's a veteran presence and whatnot. Maybe just maybe you spend a little bit there, but I just still don't like that move and I still don't like that uh, that uh, spending there. But Samardzic, I think would help a lot. I actually really do when you watch him play and uh, what he's about. I the deal would be right okay that would be a loan with then obligation to purchase you could still take that money you've got there and bolster things in the winter mercado but as far as which players would we go for i don't really know combiners i think would help a lot but he's not i i can't see him leaving in the winter mercado and his price tag i think is still Still iffy, but I, I don't really know right now. You'd have to depend on the options available, but for the most part, 
the bigger thing at Juventus before even getting into that is to figure out what we want to do, what we're trying to do. Are we even going to stick around with this 3-5-2? Is it time to shift things? Is it time to say, you know what? Rugani's been reliable. We're going to start him in a back four as he's natural center back and put him next to uh, Bremer and have Danilo on the right side, have Cambiasso or Kostic even as a left fullback. And can you play McKenney as a fullback in a back four? People are starting to throw these ideas out there, but maybe maybe you shift it. Maybe you get out of this 3-5-2. Uh, maybe it cleans up the spacing. And yeah, we can press a little bit better, have more balance across the front, create a front three, ask more questions of teams. I don't know. I don't see him making a change for it, though. I'm with you. I'm with you, Tony Trim. I don't see uh, Max making the change for it, but I'm asking the question, do you guys think we can do it? You guys think we can do it? Tony Trim doesn't believe we can do it with this roster. Um, but he says, is what everyone says. Well, to be honest, I kind of feel that way, but Rugani, if we're talking about him needing to get more minutes in a back three, Maybe, just maybe, you could swing it. Because for me, it always came down to the back. What happens at the back to make a back four? But if we're talking about Rugani getting more minutes, then I think we should probably have a serious look about going to a back four. Okay? Maybe we should have a serious look at doing that. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Now... Why are we getting so many yellow cards? Is this another injustice against Juventus or are we asking for it? Well, had this discussion with actually uh, L'Arbitro Nick the other day and we were talking about uh, Juve being one of the most uh, penalized. And to be honest, how many of those cards haven't been warranted? I can only think of like two. I can only think of two that were probably like, okay, that's harsh yellow. Otherwise, all of them are warranted. So... I don't actually think, yeah, it's any injustice or anything whatsoever. I think you have a team that, number one, some of them are very undisciplined. And number two, you surrender the ball a ton. You're going to take yellow cards. You're going to take yellow cards. Another thing is turnovers. Juve turns the ball over far too much in critical moments. And they're forced to take these fouls that are yellow cards to slow the other team down so that we can get into position. Because, again, ball retention is yet another one of those struggles for Juventus and turnovers in key play-making areas and moments. So, yeah, definitely not an injustice. Just, um, yeah, just a product of the circumstances and situations and how we play to be honest, but uh, we've just, we've come full circle, I feel. And I'm worried that the Sassuolo game has shifted our frame of mind right back to where we were. Juventus has to try something. They have to try something and they have to change something. If we're talking about, um, if we're talking about uh, this, this coach 
and everything like max has to earn he has to earn that money right now like now's the time if we don't make changes right now and something doesn't change drastically this could actually shift quite ugly uh moving forward like does anybody feel like i don't feel like we're gonna miss out on top four does anybody actually feel that way in the live chat right now does anybody feel that way and i'm gonna bring in um tal who's tuning in and uh sent a message again i'll put the uh number up here if you're looking to get on for a call in okay that's the number you could just send me a message on there if you want to call in i'm going to bring tal in but uh tony trim is nervous about it so i do i do feel nervous that we're not getting into i don't feel that way matt says no way rb will get top four um and nader saying third season mate i fear the top four spots huh nikki t nope we'll be in top four um it'll be a struggle but it's possible from crazy italian three i don't fear that we're not going to be getting in there okay um i don't fear it and i'm going to try and connect with tal right now let's see if i can get him on here see if we can get tal in here Pretty good, my friend. You're live on the air with us now. Tell what's going on, my man. How are you feeling right now? I'm 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 not I'm not feeling great in general. Um, but uh, it, it, what upsets me is something that you 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 remarked on is that you know you look at the first couple games of our season. And it looked like even even during Sassuolo, you know, there were passages of play where we were like, okay, we're actually trying to do something. Yeah. And then you look at the Atalanta match, and it's like, nope, complete shutdown. Let it all go. Don't do anything smart. Don't do anything clever. Just lock it down. And it's almost like, you know, guys are making runs, but nobody's making passes while runs are happening. So then you have a situation where... I feel like majority of the match guys are who were running. Yeah. They didn't run when they needed to. Yeah. And so you had a lot of us just standing around. Also, I have to give a massive shout out to Moise Keen, who last season we gave a lot of shit for having basically zero first touch. And I, I highly recommend everybody go this on the Lanza match where he, almost every first ball he got, whether it was to the chest or to the foot or to the head, he was able to bring down and he was able to control. Yeah. And if somebody would have come short, this is like I was yelling this at the TV the whole game. I was like, somebody comes short for him. So he's not man-marked by three guys. I mean, he like I, I thought he looked like he was getting jumped for half the match. Yeah, and he didn't even have ninety minutes in his legs, and that's what he was able to do. And so, like you know, I'm and I'm always trying to take positives away because if you just sit around being negative all the time, like it's just it's just depressing, right? Mm-hmm. You know. So yeah, we and and the other thing is that sure, while realistically, if Atalanta had their shooting boots on, it could have been five nil pretty easily. With some of the mistakes we made, we didn't open up the midfield like we did that allowed Sassuolo to get three of their goals. 
Yeah, well, excluding excluding Gatti's error at the end of the match, those other three goals were literally our lapses in judgment in the mid in, in the kind of defensive midfield area. Again, yeah. that being said, I don't think the Regista thing is working for us. I think if you look at the midfields that have been successful in Serie A, a lot of them play with a double pivot and an attacking midfielder. And the reason that that works is because with that double pivot, you have two midfielders sharing Regista duty. And if you know you may, if you mark out Loka, we have no we have nobody to quarterback plays. When Loka's marked out, he doesn't operate very well in tight spaces and getting getting the ball out of tight spaces. So he's going to drop further and further back. That's going to push more of our play out to the wings. And like you've said time and time again, you push the play out to the wings. If you stop us on the wings, we have nothing through the middle. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, it's just frustrating that we are a team at this caliber and we don't have alternatives. Yeah, it, and that's that's the biggest thing for me that stands out uh, right now is just there's no plan B, there's no alternatives, there's no new ideas. It's the same plug and play, and it's draining. I think it's draining for all involved. It's draining for us as fans to watch match in, match out, but it's draining to see for the players, for the players themselves. Like it's it's uh starting to stifle them too i think and definitely affect confidence definitely affect uh mindset and everything but things have to have to change and the tough thing is while we you know we could sit here and say like you're, you're trying to find positives you're trying to look at positives i really see no positives in yesterday's game like to be honest and yes keen for the touch and stuff that's great i gave him a pass I gave Chiesa a pass because those two were on a friggin' island. Anything, any sniff that those two got, they created for themselves. Um, I felt incredibly frustrated for Chiesa and Keane, myself, uh, you know, watching that game. So I didn't want to hear about everybody's talking about Keane being junk and all this. And I'm like, guys, what... I don't care which striker you would have chosen and put up there. They would have had the same tough time. It was ugly from us as a, a team, team output and whatnot. But we're in the conversation right now. Um, as frustrated as we are and whatnot, and as we need to change things, and we know we need to change things, we kind of talked about a back four and whatnot. And Rugani's come up as of late because of the reliability he's given over the past two and a half years and whatnot. Like, is Rugani maybe in need of more minutes? Can he maybe help us shift to a back four? Do you think changing things up into a back four helps us distribute our players spatially more evenly in order to form some type of press? There was no press against Atalanta. I mean, you're saying it, I, I, I wish I wish that was the case, but I think that that's it's, it's a it's a bit of a reach in a lot of ways because I think that if you look at like you know one of our complaints in the last couple seasons of like who is this squad built for? What what formation is this squad built to play? Yeah. And if you look at all that, you think, hey. Right now, we're finally, finally actually built to play a 3-5-2. Yeah. 
and and we finally have the personnel to fully play a three five two, and now we're going to go to a back four. I think we have less capabilities of playing at a back four than we do than we did last year because I think Quadrado is probably a more competent right back than you know McKenny would be or Wea would be in terms of defensive capabilities. Um, and then you're and then who's our guy on the left? Playing Cambiaso, who's struggling right now, or are we playing Illing, or are we playing Illing and Kostic? I think we know as as full on left backs, it's not a good idea. Yeah, and I have question marks about Cambiaso defensively not too. A good idea. Yeah. What? So, so who's going to fill in that spot? Like, I, I'm I'm a big advocate for you know giving even giving Gatti a shot on the right because he keeps bombing up, like he keeps playing. The left, the right center back role, like an ex right back to it, in my opinion. But then at the end of the day, that we're so overloaded on the right, we have nobody for the left. You know, realistically, and I and I threw it in the chat. I mean, if I have fifty million euros, I'm going out and I'm getting a couple of guys on loans with options to buy that could fill the spot. Yeah. You know. Um, not, I think, not Matsuki because Matsuki's on the right, but a Matsuki-like player, Matsuki-esque, this kind of journeyman that's got Grieva that doesn't really give a shit what team he's playing on. Give me those guys. Give me a bunch of guys that like, like at this point, give me a bunch of Serie B guys that have, that are all that are just heart, that have only heart. Because yeah. at this point, these these quote unquote talented top class players that we supposedly have that are not playing like that, like are not they're not doing it for me. Yeah. I'm going to ask you one question uh, as we're getting close here to uh, wrapping things up. Um, how confident are you in Juve achieving top four? Tal? Yeah, no, top, top four is top four's going to be a struggle. Um, but at the end of the day, um, uh, the, the, um, the season that we had last year, like let's not forget Sul Campo, uh, where we were in third place. Yeah. Let's not, for, let's not forget that. Let's not forget that even in our worst, we finished third. Let's not forget that even when we were in Serie B, because they had to relegate us, Napoli was naturally there beneath us in Serie B. Okay. Um, you know that's kind of how I like to think about it. Even in our worst, we're in third place. Yeah. They had to. They had to plot every scandal in the book that they could. And they're even now proving, and more and more papers are coming out now and saying, hey, all that stuff last season was basically bullshit, but we're not going to make a big deal out of it now that we figured out that it was bullshit because we're now getting exonerated for the salary maneuvers um, and a lot of other stuff if anybody's actually paying attention to the court cases anymore. Um, so, yeah, I actually had to run. But um, love you guys. Love the AGC Army. Everybody sign up to your local JOC. Absolutely. Thanks, Tal. Uh, always a pleasure, brother. We'll get you on here again sometime. Take care. Ciao, ciao. Ciao. So there you go. There's thoughts from uh, Tal coming in here. And uh, we got uh, RB Comps coming in. I'm going to get him in here real quick here. Um, let's get him in here. Um, let's get RB in here let's see
Ciao. Ciao. How are you doing, brother? Um, you know, outside of Juve, I'm doing good, but I mean, I, you know, that game yesterday, it's, it's so sad to see the state of Juve right now. It really... Just completely lack, lack of ideas and everything. It really, really is, uh, my friend. I mean, it's not a Juve that... Uh, any of us want to become accustomed to, like I said, for me, the words after from Chesney, they just broke me, man. They, they just broke me. I, it was a fear. It was a feeling I had. We talk about it in these little, you know, in these podcasts that we analyze the games after. And I said, you know, but to actually hear it come out of the words from one of our players, it's disheartening. It really, really is. Um, we're talking about top four now, really, even through our struggles and whatnot. You still confident we hit top four? We'll get top four. We'll easily get top four, but I don't want fourth place. <laughs> I don't want third place. I don't want second place. I want the Champions League. I want I want trophies. Like, you know, this is not what this club is all about. This club is about winning. This club is about trophies. Unfortunately, you know, what hurt me most yesterday is, like you said, you know, not the performance, because we've seen plenty of those performances in, in you know, the three years Allegri's been here. It's not the performances that, that annoys me. It's the um, the mentality when you've got players like, you know, um, Chesney saying, and Quadrado as well, before he left. Yeah. And when you've got players like Barinacea, when you've got players like Zachary, when you've got players like um, De Litt saying that the training is harder, Sule, um, Frosinone, uh, saying that the or Salani, where's it? Where's Sule at the moment? Sule's at uh, Frozenone, yeah. Frozenone, yeah. Um, when you've got players at Frozenone saying the, the the training is more intense there, you know, like there are issues. There are issues. Like I want to see what they're doing in training. What what are they doing in training? Yeah. Because you know what I'm seeing on the pitch is just they just look like they've given up. They look like they're just strolling through games. Yeah. You know? They, they look like they've just completely given up on the coach. Or maybe they've not given up on the coach and they're just listening to what he's saying and just defending for, for the entire match. Yeah. And, you know, you know that I've tried to defend Allegri. I've tried to defend this guy to the hills. Yeah. But when I see performances like yesterday, you know, where, they, where there's just completely a lack of ideas, how am I supposed to defend them? I, I can't. I can't defend them. I simply can't. Yeah. And, you know, when you've got people like Juntoli saying, you know, our um, our rivals are Fiorentina and Roma, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Um, you know, we're, we're Juventus. We're not some little club like Atalanta or, or Fiorentina. We're Juventus. We should be competing for trophies. And unfortunately, at the moment, we are... The team has a loser mentality. Well, let's call it for what it is. The, the team has a loser mentality. And the fact Chesney is saying that, you know, Oh, we're happy with the point. Um, and I, I don't know if you saw. Like we said, that he was happy with the performance. Yeah. He he was. He said he was happy with the performance. We didn't create one single chance the entire match. Unless I'm wrong. Unless you can, you know, tell me I'm wrong. I can't remember one clear cut chance we created that game apart from. Um, no, the there was. Uh, it finished with again. four attempts and zero big chances created. Yeah. Exactly. It, it's embarrassing. It's yeah. Embarrassing. And the fact that Allegri is saying that we played well, I mean, again, I can't defend that. I can't, I can't, I can't defend that. You know? I, I'm with you. I'm with you on all your thoughts, feelings. I've been saying the same thing here through this show. It's, it's, uh, it's unsettling. It's disheartening. And 
it's just the tough spot that we're in is, um, you know, that realization that we got to like muscle through something's got to be sorted out here. And again, like it's almost like it takes you to a level where you're looking beyond the players and coach and the guys that are actually above. Like you would have to think that at some point, like through this and whatnot, like we used to see Agnelli and even for all the nonsense and even, you know, him losing sight of things towards the end and the frustration he has also brought to some fans towards the end of his run and whatnot. There was a definite influence that was there from Agnelli, a presence. You know what I mean? Even that has disappeared now. So it's really hard to see how we can get a change, how we can get some types of influence like that's going to be like, guys, what's happening right now can't happen. We need to wake up. Like, I can't picture Agnelli being okay with Juntoli coming out and giving that list of teams as our rivals. I can't see it. You know what I mean? No, no exactly. Pavel Nedved? Exactly. If Nedved was still around, he would have probably puked and lost his mind and flipped out. Could you imagine Nedved in the stadium watching the game yesterday and whatnot? Like, again, we have lost that influence for all the shit that Nedved took and whatnot, and even their managers for their mistakes and whatnot. There was influence coming from there. There was this desire to change, desire to correct things. But now you've also lost that because you have a management team that's like created that's just about the numbers. Scanavino, Ferraro, they're nothing. They're nothing, you guys. And I'm convinced that they're temps, okay? Um, uh, from Juntali Manus, sporting director side and everything. Outside of that, Elkin is non-existent. He's not there. He doesn't carry the influence. There's no, there's nothing coming from above. And we have lost that as well. There is this difficult, difficult task that is going to come ahead for Juventus in order to rediscover and um, find everything that made us unique and beautiful and whatnot. But this Juventus of old has almost completely faded. Sad to say, but I don't know where it starts now. Because there's no influence from the board. You're talking about, you're hearing stories about Elkin and selling potentially and whatnot. But I, I just, I don't know right now. Um, to continue on with Allegri, which is going to happen because of the finances. I don't know how things are going to change, my friend. Like, I don't know either. I mean, there's a complete lack of identity. Yeah. At least, for example, with, know, with Brighton, for example. Even, even though they lost 6-1 to Villa, you could still see what they were trying to do. You could still see, you know, the ideas that they were trying to go for. You could still see that the football that they were trying to play. But every time I watch Juventus, I, I don't know what we're trying to do, honestly. I don't understand what we're trying to do. You know? And, and it's, a shame. It, it's a shame. It, it, it is. It's, it's, a, it's a shame. And it's a, it's a tough, tough ask right now because I honestly feel like... Uh, We've gone full circle and nobody knows the right answer. We're at the point now where we're questioning everything, not just players, uh, coach, like does a new coach, can a new coach even come in and operate uh, with this and turn this Juventus around? Like we're the, the thing is, is that we're sinking deeper and deeper, I think. And while it's not dire or drastic looking at the standings, sitting at what, four, 14 points, four points off the top, that's not dire. And there's going to still be some fans out there that are saying, this is not critical. This is not panic mode. 
but it kind of is when you look at what's been developing and how these results are coming and where we're starting to go now. That's a swallow match being pivotal because the good things, the progress we would have seen in the start of the season has now almost completely been erased, would you say? No, exactly. Exactly. Like the, the table isn't worrying. The table in itself is not worrying because we're what? Match day six, match day seven, with four little bit like four, as you said, four points off the top. That's not worrying in it, you know, in itself. What's worrying is the performances and the fact that we've seen, you know, practically zero progress in three years. Yeah. It's the same. You know, that's what's worrying and that's what's making people say, Oh, it's it's um crisis mode. Yeah. Um, because if we look at these teams, so Inter, Inter's rolling, okay? They're rolling. They look to struggle a couple games. They brought on Lotharo Martinez, and then he went off, whatever. But they're they're winning games, okay? Um, they had the hiccup there against uh, Sassuolo, uh, kind of like us. Kind of funny in the terms that Berardi was the one that sunk him, and if he got the red against us, wouldn't have done it. But uh, that's besides the point. I did enjoy that, at least. Milan. Milan had... The awful Derby della Maronina. Other than that, they're playing good football. Napoli, Napoli ha- kind of stumbled out of the gate, but they are playing good football now all of a sudden, and they can fire, and they have firepower, and they know what they're capable of. Atalanta, Atalanta has had a couple of hiccups, but they're creating a lot, and eventually these are going to start falling for them, and you got to think they're going to find their scoring boots. And us, it's the opposite. So we started off good, promising, whatever. We had the hiccup, and now we're kind of going down. So it's that's the concerning part. So while everybody looks at the standings and it's only four points off, it's not make or break time, well, we're kind of going down the skid, and it's the main thing that we've all touched on. It's that mindset. It's that mentality. And we're all concerned about the same thing, that this team is fragile. And that's the only way I can explain it. And now... It's going to be up to these guys to prove it to us that they're not, that they can battle through and they can keep it going. It's making me think about everything, man. It's making me think about last season, even if, uh, you know, we said it is, I said it a lot last season and it kind of rubbed some people the wrong way. And I said, maybe that points penalty and everything is kind of, it kind of masked us in terms of, the change that was needed last season with Max Allegri. You know what I mean? And I think he might've got the pass because we all felt so bad for him because he shouldn't have been the one at the front of that dealing with all that shit head on. It was unfair to him um, as a coach or whatnot, but at the same time, it might've been this mask that made it seem like it wasn't, you know, as bad as it should have been and that we needed to change. What are your thoughts on that before we kind of sign off and wrap up here, brother? Um, no, I, I agree with everything you've just said. Um, this team is just it's unrecognizable. It is, it's unrecognizable. Yeah. Um, like, a man like Buffon, if Buffon was at the club, we would never see this. We would never see, we would never see this. If Buffon was at the club, Chiellini, plays like that, we would not see this. You know, and I think getting rid of the coach, I don't think that would fix everything, because there are still a lot of players in this club that just have a weak mentality. I agree. Weak mentality plays like Chesney, who's I said for the longest time in French to Chesney, he he did say up the point um, yesterday, but 
when he's saying stuff like that, it just it makes me um, not believe because when they don't believe, how am I supposed to believe that we're going to do anything? Yeah, you know, it does not fill me with confidence. It's completely counterproductive you would think to a team that's in our state and trying to build something up and trying to, you know, find an identity or whatnot is completely counterproductive. And that's the biggest thing is like, we are not forming or shaping any type of mentality whatsoever, you know, unless it's, yeah. unless it's to be a provinciali side, because that is essentially how we're approaching games. And when you hear players say that they believe that's kind of what we needed to do, that's alarming. That's a big, big cause for concern. It is very alarming. It and very alarming. if I don't hear some player of some sort come out against that, like I would have wanted to hear somebody speak out against that and be like, no, no, no. Like we need to do way, way better. I don't want to hear that. Yeah, we did good because we accepted the fact that we should just be going for one point. What? What? What is this? Ah, uh, I don't know. I don't know, my friend, but uh, we got a long way to go. The Derby de la Mola yeah, at least. Derby de la Mola will at least have the ultras back. Um, let's hope for uh, a wake-up call, a shift. Let's get healthy. Let's get uh, Vlaovic. Let's get Milik back. Let's hope that uh, Vlaovic and Chiesa can uh, lead the charge because at least as far as attitude goes, those guys have had that. McKenney has also had the right attitude and approach through it but for the most part a lot of these guys they look they just don't look like they have that attitude like they don't have that swagger they don't have this like let's get after it let's go and raring to go it's i just see a very very passive team and i don't like that so again i've always said while he's not the entire problem but i've always said that a team is a reflection of their coach and Agreed. I think that has to shift. I think that has to shift. Uh, but Max, man, I hope he can do it. I hope he can do it. But uh, one way or another, I believe this is the last goal for Max, my friend. I think this is the last season. Um, oh, it is. It is. I mean, if, he's, if he does badly, if he does, how do I put this? If he does not win the league this season and he stays, it is, it's a disgrace. He should not stay if he does not win the league because we're out of Europe. The team is good enough. I know I said last year that the team was, but no. I look at it now, the team is good enough to win the league this season. Um, especially we're out of Europe. There's no excuse. Yeah. Um, and if he doesn't win the league and he stays, I don't know what the board are playing at, honestly. Yeah. 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 I, I'm starting to become uh, at a loss for words, my friend. So we'll see. We'll see. I want to yeah, thank you we'll for jumping on, now. RB. And... No Keep up, thank you, and keep up the great work with uh, the uh, comps. Everybody, check out his stuff: Instagram, Twitter, X. It's all uh, brilliant. Thank you, brother. Take thank care. You, brother. Thank you. Been on a always. Ciao. All right, you guys. So uh, we are gonna get uh, into wrap up here, everybody. It just shows you that uh, the frustration levels are at an all time high with Juventini, despite four points off from the top and you would think that hey it's not that bad it's the fact that we started off looking good looking positive despite draw to bologna and whatnot but then the sasuolo thing hit how are we going to react how is this team going to react that was the biggest question well so far our reaction has been weak to say the least 
and there are definite concerns around it possibly continuing this way. As far as one of the comments RB made that the team is good enough to bow for the Scudetto, this is the one main argument going around right now. Still in types of defense with Max Allegri. And while I say our roster does need work, this is largely the same roster of last season. A roster that was able to go through um, hell and back, but still finish in third place, Sul Campo, and get so deep in Europa League, okay, same roster essentially. So if you're telling me if you take the other outside competitions in and just have to focus on Syria, this team can't compete for the Scudetto, I call bullshit. But if this team doesn't believe in it and the players don't believe in it and they think all they're capable of is coming up second best on every match and just try to scrape results, then yeah, we're as good as dead. You gotta change it. Please, Max, I'm begging you. Start... But if you're not going to do it now in three years, creating an identity, forming an identity, making men out of some of these guys, I'm afraid it won't happen. Afraid it won't happen. But I hope to be wrong. I hope to be wrong here, okay? Derby de la Mola next on deck. Even Tini, you guys know the drill. I'll keep you up to date with the news through the week. All right. Thank you, everybody who was part of here. It was, uh, hey, it's therapy sessions right now, but we got to get out of this therapy sessions, okay? We got to get back to a victory, and hopefully we can do it against Derby de la Mola. I'll keep you all in line. Again, drop a like on your way out. The live chat, you guys are always, uh, you guys are always fire, no matter what, okay? We'll talk to you uh, later on in the week on another live session before the Derby de la Mola, okay? Stay tuned for those daily update videos and uh, drop some likes. Keep supporting, all right? Much love. As always, no matter what, fino alla fine, forza Juve. Ciao tutti. Take care. Yeah.